Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, and here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. And guys, no Patriots game this week. I was worried that we were going to have to record again on Tuesday because they tried to move the game to Monday. Uh, Patriots-Broncos, obviously, that ended up getting moved again. So, we have some other news around the NFL to talk about, <clears throat> at least in this segment. The Chiefs, they lost. At home, too, which is which is interesting to know because they have been dominant at home. They didn't just lose. They lost at home to the Las Vegas Raiders, Derek Carr, uh, Josh Jacobs, 40-32. to 32. So, guys, this is now two weeks in a row that the Chiefs haven't looked like the Kansas City Chiefs. This doesn't look like the same, or rather, they didn't roll over teams that you would think that they might roll over especially with the Patriots with Brian Hoyer. So they still looked really good, don't get me wrong. But the games were closer than anticipated, especially the Patriots game with Brian Hoyer, our quarterback. So guys, the question is, are the Chiefs still the most feared team in the AFC? Are they still at the top? Let's, I mean, realistically, we can go power rankings here. Are the Chiefs still your number one by far team in the AFC? Or after these last two weeks, are we starting to see a little a little weakened armor here? Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? Chiefs are still the most feared team in the AFC due to the fact that they have the most feared player in Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is still under center. Yes, the, the Chiefs haven't looked great, Nick. You you explained it. You know, the Patriots game, Patriots had a great design for the uh, for Patrick Mahomes in that in that offense, which they have been doing for the past couple years now. And then the the um the Las Vegas Raiders, they go out and they score 40 on on the Chiefs and and come back in that game as well. So, yes, there there's a chink in the armor, but let's not act like this Kansas City Chiefs was just not on a 13-game winning streak. Like, this is still the top team in the AFC. You saw what happened when they went up against the Baltimore Ravens, who I thought had the best roster and I think could have been the number one in the AFC. When the Chiefs came out to play, they destroyed the Ravens. And Ravens are not a bad team by any means. We just saw what they did to uh, the Washington team, Washington football right. team. Right, you, but so, you would say the Ravens are like the number two, right? Right. I would say the Ravens are the number two, and they're not close to number one. 
Kansas City proved that then they Lamar Jackson is not ready to take that step mano y mano with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes that guy. And as long as he's under center, he should be favored in every single game that they played this season because because of him. They still got Travis Kelsey, they still got Tyreek Hill, they got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They have all the weapons they need offensively to to be in a shootout. Is is things rough right now for them, you know? almost losing to Brian Hoyer and then losing to Derek Carr. Yeah, things might be a little rough, but that's the NFL season and a weird season that we are having right now. But I still think that the um, Kansas City Chiefs are the top dogs. And even with the little struggles that we're seeing, we shouldn't be hitting no panic button because they lost to uh, a divisional team. Right. Something else, though, I think that is is worth <laughs> noting. We mentioned the Patriots game with Brian Hoyer and then Jared Stidham. If the Patriots, I think this is fair to say, if the Patriots have Cam Newton, they win that football game. Yep. I think I think that sure. I think we can assume that. So it might even be a totally different too now because it wouldn't just be okay they beat the Patriots and then they lost to the Raiders. It would be they've now lost twice in a row. So Mike, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the Chiefs right now? Are they still the most feared <clears throat> team in the AFC? And if they are, what's that gap between? We just talked about the Ravens being the number two. What's that gap between number two and number one? Has it shrunk a little bit for you? So coming into the season, when I looked at the AFC, I definitely held um, the Chiefs and the Ravens at a high regard. It was them two, and then I said, in my opinion, everybody else. Obviously, Chiefs number one, Ravens number two, and then I was like, okay, everybody else is kind of jambled up in between there. Then they played each other, uh, and we saw you know, pretty much everything that Marv was saying, you know, Chiefs had their way with Baltimore. It looked like, you know, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, they all they have ways to go before they're close to the Kansas City Chiefs level. Um, so now <laughs> I have the Chiefs and then I kind of have everybody else. I still have Baltimore at that number two spot, but clearly, you know, the gap is there between Baltimore and Kansas City. Uh, with that being said, you know, yeah, we all figured they'd probably dominate the, the Patriots when they, they played each other. Um, I definitely saw possibly a blowout happening, especially without having Cam Newton under center. I saw a blowout, and that wasn't the case. And then they played, you know, the the Raiders, and the Raiders dropped 40 in Arrowhead. Like, it's pretty surprising. The thing about Kansas City is their defense is never going to win them games. Their defense will not be – you know, the topic of conversation after a game is played. You'll never look at a Chiefs game and say, wow, well, their defense really, you know, had held an opponent in check or whatnot. Like, that's never going to be the talk. The talk is always, wow, what did Patrick Mahomes and that offense do today? And, you know, pretty much similar to Marv said, as long as Patrick Mahomes is back there throwing that ball, they're most likely to to put numbers up on the board. Um he has his weapons, you know. I think Mahomes is, can only get better. He's still pretty young. He can only get better. The offense has improved a little bit now that you have this rookie running back who seems to be, you know, a solid uh, a back that they found in the draft. Kansas City Chiefs is a team to fear no matter what. I know they'll struggle. You know, teams struggle some some weeks. It happens. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody around the league uh, is looking at these past two weeks and saying, well, Kansas City's not the team they thought uh, we thought they were, or uh, Kansas City, no, nah, Kansas City will be there in the end. I personally 
feel as if Kansas City, once again, will be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. And I know that's far off from now. A lot could happen. A lot could happen. But, you know, if I have to say a pick, Kansas City still the team that I picked that's the, the most dominant in the AFC. Yeah, and I was just trying to find – NFL.com has just changed the way they look. So I was trying to find who was like where the Chiefs' defense was ranked uh, in the entire NFL. Can't find that out right now. Not as easy as it used to be. But <laughs> but we have seen – we are Patriots fans. This is a Patriots-centric show. We have talked about this time and time again with the Patriots, especially when the Patriots are on that insane run over these past 20 years when they lose a game or two. We slapped the panic button. Is this team as good as we thought they were? Blah, blah, blah. We're essentially doing the same thing right now with the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs lost to the Raiders, sure. They still put up 32 points. And even with, I think it was six minutes left, the Chiefs had a pretty heavy, I mean, the, the Raiders had a pretty heavy lead. A lot of people probably look at that score and be like, okay, this game's over. The Raiders got the win. The, the Chiefs are so good, especially offensively. They have a freak at quarterback and Patrick Mahomes, they are so good offensively. I had th- that game to me was not over until that clock hit zero. The Chiefs always have a chance to come back. They're still number one, even if they did lose to the Patriots two weeks ago, even if they lost again, even if they did actually lose to the Patriots two weeks ago, even though they lost to the Raiders this week, they had two losses in a row. They're still the number one team. We saw what they did to the, to the Baltimore Ravens that like you guys both talked about. And that gap is still there. They're still clearly the number one team. But I think we have seen now the Patriots at least have a game plan against them. The Patriots at least have a game plan against that offense. So bringing that back to the Patriots, we know that they're beatable. This isn't this insane, unbeatable team that they they looked like recently. They're a beatable team, and we now know that. So if anything... We know that the Patriots, if they get them in the if they get them in the postseason, we should not just write the Patriots off. We shouldn't write anybody off because there's a blueprint out there to shut them down. There's a blueprint out there to at least slow down that offense and not let them be as dominant as they have been in the past. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. It's 2020, number one topic in the world all year has been COVID. I go back to this a lot. I've been listening to some different podcasts, especially ones that go back to like March, April. I was listening to uh, to, to Joe Rogan's podcast from, I think it was April or May. And they were talking, it was him and I think it was Tom Segura. And they were like, yeah, we might not be able to do any any comedy shows for like six months. What's that, September or August? And I was like, guys, if you only knew, <laughs> if you only had a clue. <laughs> so COVID is still running rampant. And obviously with the Patriots, uh, the game was pushed back to next week. The Patriots game originally got pushed back to Monday, 5 o'clock, which, I mean, I know it's Columbus Day. I still hated the thought of a 5 o'clock game. The game would be happening right now. We record this on Monday. But the Patriots-Broncos game has been pushed back to next week. Next week was supposed to be the Patriots' bye week. So, right, or am I wrong on that? It was supposed to be the Bible. Yep, it was. And the Broncos were supposed to play the Dolphins, but the NFL said, Dolphins, screw yourselves, go play uh, another week. So it's Patriots-Broncos next week. And no COVID-positive test today. 
on Sunday the 11th, there was a COVID positive test uh, with the Patriots, so they shut down the facility again, even though they were allowed to reopen, and Bill did not let the Patriots go back into the facility, so he had at least the smarts and and the caution to be able to be like, okay, maybe we shouldn't go back in just yet. Good move on Bill's part. And the, the Patriots are essentially trying to avoid becoming the Tennessee Titans, who have had at this point a million positive tests. So... Guys, the question is, because there's been some back and forth, especially on the Twitter world, whether or not the Patriots or the NFL, rather, made the right decision in pushing this game back. And that even goes back to last week. So, guys, the question is, did the NFL make the right choice in having the Patriots play last week against the Chiefs, even with the positive test with Cam Newton? And did they make the right choice in pushing this game back to next week against the Broncos? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? You know, it's it's really hard to say if they made the right choice or is it the wrong choice. Because, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, the NFL is going to find a way for teams to play no matter what. They'll play Monday through Friday if they have to. They'll choose a random – we'll have a random Wednesday night football if need be, uh, the way the NFL looks like it's operating right now. People um, keep asking, is the season going to be shut down? The NFL owners no. will never let this season shut down. No NFL, chance. Not happening. We just saw, you know, the NBA season wrap up. You know, baseball is making their way. And NHL season's wrapped up. There's no way the NFL is going to be like, oh, we're, we're not going to be the ones that's going to shut down. The NFL is not going to allow that to happen. You know, I'm sitting here thinking the Super Bowl might not get played on February, the first week of February, whatever it usually is. The season will extend possibly as long as the NFL needs it to extend for it to happen. They'll play 23 weeks of the regular season. They'll do it. They they don't give a damn as long as they can just have their season happen and say, hey, look, we figured it out. We never had to shut down. We just, you know, move things around, shift some games around. But we were able to get through our 2020 or whatever season, the COVID season. The, the NFL will find a way to make it happen. Um, You know, I guess the only good thing that comes out of the NFL moving the Patriots game to next week is – You'll probably have Cam Newton back. It's looking as if, you know, I think from the reports I've heard, you know, he's not showing any symptoms. He's feeling better or, you know, I know he has to be tested a few more times and they have to come back negative. But if everything goes well for him and the team, you know, the Patriots will have their starting quarterback uh, Sunday at one o'clock versus the Broncos. So, I mean, that's the only real bright spot that comes out of it. I don't like the fact and I know there's nothing that teams can really do about it, but. You're, you're, in a sense, just making up teams' bye weeks on the go. And I, I don't play in the NFL, but in my mind, you know, players sees their, their team schedule and like, okay, I got a bye week, week six or whatever. Maybe they make plans to be with their family or do different things. All of a sudden, you wake up Sunday morning getting ready to play, and the NFL sending out news. No, this is your bye week now. You got to play next week. Now, now this week's your like Melvin. Melvin Gordon was pissed. Melvin Gordon's pissed. I'm sure a lot of other players are pissed who have been mm -hmm. voiced on social media. Like it sucks. It's putting a lot of players in a tough spot. I mean, at the end of the day, it's their job. This is what they have to do to make money. Like, but it's putting a lot of players. I just think about the players right now. It just puts a lot of players in a tough position. But. It's wild times right now for the NFL. But again, they're going to make this season happen no matter what by any means necessary. And, and that's the thing. Like, like social media keeps overreacting every time there's a positive test. Oh, the season's going to get canceled. This season's done. There is no chance. I don't even know why we're acting surprised. I don't know why anybody's acting surprised that there are positive tests and why everybody's 
why there are people thinking that the season's yeah that the the season's going to get shut down. We expected this. We knew that there were going to be positive tests throughout the season. They're just going to have to. They're not going to let the season not happen. There's so much money on the line. There's no chance that they shut this season down. They will figure it out if they have to figure it out. So, Marv, throw the question over to you. Was this the right decision to change the this week's game to next week? And was it the right decision for the NFL to have the Patriots end up playing the Chiefs last week with Cam Newton being positive? So, with coronavirus, something I think when we can't sit here and say we're coronavirus experts, but we've seen a lot now to know that this thing is unknown. It's the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. And NFL constantly finds themselves behind the eight ball. Instead of being proactive, they're reactive. They wait to find out who's positive, who's got tested. And then, then they're like, okay, let's move, let's move it here tentatively on Monday. And if it doesn't work, we'll move it to next week tentatively. And we'll just keep trying to push things back and hoping for the best. Instead, where it's very simple, you extend the season. You, we are going to have, you know, week 18, week 19, week 20. We're going to have three weeks where it's going to be makeup games. Maybe even two weeks. Maybe three weeks is too much for me. Maybe two weeks. Week 18, week 19, we're going to have makeup <clears throat> games. All the type of coronavirus games that we missed, bye weeks, whatever, we are going to make them up in the last two weeks of the season. So all of a sudden, right there, now they're being proactive. They have, they have a, an area where they can just go and say, boom, this is what happens when you have coronavirus. You shut down and you move. It's simple. It is such a simple thought process. I, I'm no genius. I'm, I'm not in the business of the NFL, but I, I know it's a better solution than what they're doing. You, like Mike said, you got, you're, you're messing with people's personal lives right now. Yes, it's a business, but people have plans. They have a schedule. If you release a schedule, you expect to go by that schedule. Now, coronavirus happened. You should be able to tell players right away, this is the plan. Okay, this game is going to be moved to week 18. This game is going to be moved to week 19. Be prepared for that. Get quarantined and so on and so forth. But there's no plan. Everything's reactionary. So to answer your question, Nick, no, I don't think the the NFL in a whole is making the right decisions because it's just being they're just being reactive to everything instead of trying to be in front of the eight ball. Zero All right. Plan. No plan. That's the key word right there. Plan. No plan from the NFL. Well, they've never had a plan. Remember, like, at the, at the start of this, everybody's coming up with their own game plans. NHL was like, bubble, NBA, bubble, MLB. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. The NFL was like, we're playing football. We're just going to act like coronavirus doesn't even exist. We'll test you, sure. But they have no <laughs> game plan here. But I'm just confused why they would play last week and not this week. I mean, they had the same amount of positive tests, right? Or am I wrong on that? They've had they've had a couple Patriots tests pop up here and there, but I don't understand why it was okay to play last week and why it wasn't okay to play this week. That just doesn't because make any sense. Last week, last week they thought it was a good idea, and then when the Patriots started complaining, it was like you guys made us freaking play with no practice, go the day of at Kansas City. They're like, oh yeah, that might have not been a good idea. Like they're not thinking things through. They're just hearing different ideas and saying, oh yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we should have done this. Maybe we should have done that. And it shouldn't have it shouldn't have gone into this point, and it's frustrating. Well, I, I think another factor is it was Patriots Chiefs. I think they care more about that game than they care about the Broncos Patriots. Agreed. That's also huge too. That's, so that's, that's a marquee that's, matchup. That's a great point. 
I think I think that's probably got a pretty heavy factor in why they decided to move this game. Because even even with the Patriots playing next week, Broncos Dolphins that doesn't that doesn't do it for anybody. So we'll see whenever they even play that game. Just moving the Patriots game to next week, I think I think that is the right move because I think it gives time for this thing to hopefully get out of Gillette Stadium as long as everybody is starts being smart. Who knows how people got this because this is such I hate this narrative that people who that some players who have gotten COVID, like there are some people who are saying like, like acting like this is their fault. You can get it from anywhere. You can go out to a yeah. restaurant, be as cautious as possible as possible and still end up with this thing. So to act like these guys are being stupid. I mean, th- there are some guys like, especially in the MLB who were being stupid going out to clubs in Miami who got it. That's a different story, but you can get this thing, especially here in Massachusetts where we're pretty strict with what you can and can't do right now, you can still go out and get it just by even going to the grocery store. So I hate that narrative. But they made the right decision in moving this game to next week. Ideally, they shouldn't have played last week's game either. But they did. Was it the right move? No, probably not. But this is the right move to move this game to next week, absolutely. All right, guys, anything else before we wrap? One question. If it was... Patrick Mahomes instead of Cam Newton, who had the who had COVID. Are they playing that Monday night? No, no, not happening. Absolutely not. Patriots are playing a doubleheader football game. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they would have done. Just, just wanted to, just wanted to put that out there. That's all. No, absolutely not. They would not have played that game. All right, guys, CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualley, Marvazan, and Mike Molino. We will be back next week following the Patriots and Broncos game. We're recording next Monday, so we will be back Tuesday, Wednesday. Hopefully these episodes get out whenever they get out as early as possible. Our producer Garrett's been killing it, so shout out to you, Garrett. Nick Qualley, Mike Molino, Marvazan, guys, we will be back next week. Thanks for watching.